Hello everybody, I'm Myriad Mike, and welcome to our second podcast for MyriadGamers.com, Myriad Gamers the YouTube channel, and Myriad Gamers the new iTunes channel. Woohoo! Today's subject matter, we're going to talk about how video games have positively affected our lives. Now I've got a couple other gamers here who uh, I've known for quite a while now, and one of them has his own YouTube channel, so I'm going to let him go ahead and introduce himself and maybe do a little bit of, uh, you know, publicity for yourself. Oh, alright, well this is Ray Bob from Awkward Much, uh... My channel is dying, but that's okay. I just have lack of actual time to do anything lately. And my laptop died. Well, it's, it's dying. The GPU stopped. Yeah, it's a lot of dying in it's your sentence It's a lot of dying, there. yes. Everything's dying. We all die. Even in video games, we die. I'm happy to be here. <laughs> the positivity of video games, everybody! Die, 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 and more die! And you always uh, respawn. That's the beauty of it. Yes, respawning in one, two. <laughs> and another gentleman that I have here. Hey, I'm Nuno. Yep, that's about all you need, right? Yep. That's all you're getting. Short and sweet. Short and sweet. Um, I like it. I guess I could take off the flagship of this and go ahead and put into this. So, you know, obviously I'm a big collector. I obviously have a lot of video games in my house. No. I really enjoy them. Where are they? No, right. I uh, and one of the main reasons of that is just because it had such a big important impact on me as a child. I mean, for once, that like when I got my NES, that was the first thing I learned to value, to take care of. And I still have it. I got it when I was four years old. It still works brilliantly. It taught me the value of, you know, appreciating things, taking care of it. It also became my security blanket as a kid because, you know, all of us have a great childhood. Woohoo! So, uh, I, I, you know, every time there was a bad, rough times, that video games were my outlet to play and do whatever with. And, you know, for me, my NES is the only thing I had till I was, like, in my teens. Of course. So... I played the shit out of that motherfucker. <laughs> oh, good, we can cuss. That's, that's actually, oh, yeah, we're on explicit language. We're good. Okay, good. I've already rated us explicit. We're great. You can say fuck all you want. Fan fucking tastic. All right. Well, fudge this. <laughs> hey, I will not tolerate any of that ice hole language around here, you motherfudger. <sighs> shut the front door. What? It's already shut. <laughs> Sugar honey iced tea. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, anybody else got anything you want to chime in with? Oh, man. Uh, my first system was the Atari uh, 2600. Yeah, yeah, a little bit older than me. Yeah, a little bit. A little I bit. thought I was old shit. Man, I was socially awkward as a kid, and I found video games, and my, my biological father, who, who's passed away a, a long time ago, may he rest in peace, uh, got me into video games at a very young age with not only Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man, but also Dragon's Lair at a uh, local Kroger at the time. So I fell in love with the animation, the the, the you know things on screen. How did that blow your fucking mind as a kid? You're like, oh. I play the Atari. I've got blocks shooting at other blocks, and then you see dragons, and you're like, Holy motherfucking shit! Exactly. I'm like, Holy, I'm playing a fucking cartoon. What the hell is this? <laughs> that really did blow people's mind back yes. in the day when they had that come out. It's Good like old laser disc. Oh, god, that thing was massive. But I can only imagine. After that, I went to the NES, then Super NES, and uh, just. Uh, well, you had a whole childhood of other system. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Childhood was just laden with, you know, electronics. But for one, it was easy for my family to just kind of go, okay, here, here's a video game. You're easy to buy for. And I'm like, thanks, here's Mega Man 3. We should have rented it because I beat it in 72 hours, but that's okay. And then other times it's like, why don't we buy this piece of crap? It's $60 down the drain because I can't pack, you know, pass the first level or the fucking Ninja Turtles where you can't get past the sewer without dying. Struggle is real. Yes, struggle bus was very real for that. So, were you and Richie Rich friends? No, no, okay. no, no, no. Fortunately, not. Yeah, you know how I got most of my games as a kid. Like uh, when I 
Basically, no, actually, no. So my mom used to give me a little bit of money every time I'd go to lunch or whatever, and I'd buy like an extra bag of chips or some whatever, and I would always keep up with it, save it all. Now, I didn't spend this money to go buy video games. No, no. Instead, my clever ploy was to buy a bunch of baseball cards, and eventually I racked up quite a large collection. Then I found a sucker who had about 60 old NES games, and I started trading with him. And I eventually got every one of his games. Wow. So, you know, I had I had 60-something NES games as a kid. I played the fuck out of all of them, all the way from the Sesame Street 1, 2, 3 motherfucker that I had <laughs> to, <laughs> yeah, playing that as a teenager, just laughing at it was kind of weird. But you know what? I don't care. Fuck off. Shut up, Hammer. <laughs> but, yeah, doing all that shit and... But the, however, there I guess there's some bad things about that too. I was playing Star Tropics back in the day, and there's a certain point in Star Tropics where you have to have a four-digit code in order to continue. And the way that you get that four-digit code is you have to have one of the pieces of the manual from the original game dip it in water and have the code show up. Wow. So this is pre-internet days. My friend and I broke into his house, rifled through his room, found what we were looking for. And left. Wow. So I broke into another man's house to beat Star Tropics. <laughs> I was like, what was like, uh, Metal Gear Solid did the same thing for the code on the back of the box. Really? Yeah. Really? Uh, one of the segments for the boss fights is to get into, uh, to call, not Ocelot, but to your other companion. Oh, yeah. To get the code off the physical back of the box, but it wasn't in the game. Huh. I mean, you see people all the time talking about, you know, getting that code, and if you didn't have the box... If, if you, you don't want to beat the game. Yeah, if you run into the game, you're screwed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Fuck me. That's horrible. That's what happened to me. All the Blockbuster guys were like, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> Rent the game again, buddy. You're never going to get through it. Ha, ha, ha. They got tired of me calling. I'd call them for all kinds of shit. Because they were supposed to be the uh, the, you know, the gaming experts. Oh, at right. The time. And, and uh, a few of them, if I'm not mistaken, if I'm not mistaken, each actually had game expert like on their name tag. And they would say, yeah, you know, as a kid, when you see these guys, you're like, oh, my God, you know everything about all these things. They're like, yeah, give us a call if you have a question. I'm like, okay. Oh, 32 calls later in the same day, they're like, kid, call, call Nintendo. At, le- at least they're not like, you know, where you're calling up with your prepubescent voice and you're just like, hey, do you have a copy? Listen, lady, I'll let you know when I have a copy. And then you'd be angry about the fact that not because he's upset with you, but upset with you because he thought you were a woman and he was patronizing you because of that fact. I'm sorry, my balls haven't dropped yet. Oh, Shit. Exactly. <laughs> Sorry for me saying, ma'am. Hey, ma'am. So, uh, anything? What, what What is positive in your life from gaming, Dodo? Oh, well, with mine, my first system was actually a PlayStation Two, being the young, young, young one out of this group. Ah, such a child. Um, I mean, granted, my brother, older brother, ten years older, had a N sixty four, and we played the ever living god shit out of Star Fox sixty four. Yes. To the point where we got down to the bare minimum like we were putting money trading cards everything on who could run Star Fox 64 faster uh, Andros was our bitch for like the entirety of the early 2000s um, but PS2 was my first one uh, and it was it was kind of a distraction for home stuff and I still remember it I was six years old when the PS2 came out and oh my, my mother and my older brother went to EB Games and bought it and she didn't know what she was buying she just saw Disney on a case and came up with the first copy of Kingdom Hearts. Wow. And she didn't know what that game was. She didn't know what it entailed. She Actually, I'm wearing her hair. Um, she just bought it because it said Disney. And that started the madness. Oh, yeah, I would assume giving a six-year-old Kingdom Hearts would just be like, <gasps> I didn't know what the hell was going on in yeah, the game. That's bad tier. It, it, playing that as a kid who didn't have a lot of friends was really big for me. 
Yeah. Because I would come home from school every day, uh, get my homework done because, you know, that was supposed to be done or just hide it in the bed and just play until the wee hours of the morning of Kingdom Hearts. Um, Gummy ships all the way! All the way. God. Fuck Legos. <laughs> um, right? But that, I mean, the game itself taught me a lot, though. I mean, being a kid who didn't have a lot of friends, it was kind of fun to see the importance of it and to see that video games were not like this this boogeyman of things. You know, it wasn't something you throw your life away, but it's something that can distract you from other things. Very true. Right. And it got me out of a lot of trouble and it got me uh, through a lot of big moments in my life. Well, it's a safe so. fantasy world. It's, it's a comforting thing that, for those of us that are, that are into it and understand the reality of it, it's a place where you can hit a power button and whatever's ailing you that day or that week or that month, you can disappear from it. It doesn't and, exist in that world. Right. You can find a safe haven for 30 minutes, an hour, just for as long as you lose, lose yourself in that virtual environment. And then when you turn the game off, you're calmer. Oh, in yeah. In most cases. Unless you play, you know, a rage game. Right. Street Fighter Five. <laughs> it's not a rage game for me. Like, oh, I, I don't know. When, you, Yuri. Yeah. There are a lot of games that were difficult and frustrated me, but when I tell people nowadays that, oh yeah, I could totally land the plane in Top Gun, they're like, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's not possible. But it's like, you know, if you only have one or two games, that's all you can afford to do, and you just play the same things over and over again, you get good at it. Yeah. So not only that, it, it teaches you determination. You know, that whole thing where you will persevere past the difficulty. And that also gives you, and I would honestly say, as cheesy as it may sound, it's like a life lesson in that regard. You can persevere through all the difficulties in your life. You can find a way past it all. You know. Given enough lives in the stock, absolutely. Yeah, right, right. If you run out of lives, what do you do? You take 10 minutes, you breathe, and you start all over. This is like fucking Dark Souls, though, man. You've only got one fucking life, man, and it's all over. Amen to that. Well, like, okay, so y'all all played young, and I didn't. Like, well, sure. at all. Who the hell are you? Christina Fine. I'm Christina. That works. Um... My stepdad is the one who brought in video games. So I had like a Game Boy, but I didn't really play. I'd rather read books. Well, when my mom met my stepdad, there was this weird man, and all of a sudden we lived with him, and that was horrible. And he was nice enough, I guess. He had like a dog, and I didn't live in an apartment anymore. But still, there was this weird dude stealing my mother's affection, and I did not like it. And Dan is like the biggest nerd on the face of the planet. And he was like, well, you know what? Let's let's play some video games. And I was like, uh, no. I'm, I'm good, Kate, thanks. And then Oblivion came out. And you, you were hooked. And I played Oblivion 46 times all the way through with 46 different characters doing every single quest 46 times. That's just the times that I completed the game. Wow. I played it more than those 46 times with those 46 characters. But it was all of a sudden... Now it was a book that interacted with me and talked to me, and I had more of a say in it, and it was just this really cool, funny, ha-ha, Dan would do something stupid and be like, all right, now get on your character and you beat the thing. <laughs> and so we would just play back and forth, and it was so much fun, and all of a sudden he wasn't such a scary, demanding person. He was somebody who bought a game that could relate to me and the things that I liked at the time. It was really cool. So, yeah, you know, you know, basically what you're stating is, like, you know, bonding. Yeah, you know, it you know, built bo our relationship. It really helped with bonding in that regard. And I think that's helped with a lot of people because, I mean, all the friends that I know around here, we all share some type of connection as far as playing either board games or video games or 
heck, you know, other nerdy things like comics and movies. So or all the above. Yeah, and we all very much get along in that regard. At least I think we do. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> They're all secretly talking behind my back. I know it. The bastards. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna say it. <laughs> <laughs> but if I may, uh, on the bonding part. Yeah. Um. My early 20s were kind of a rough time as well. Uh, won't go into too much detail, but it was personal issues, blah, blah, blah. And I started going to the local mall to the arcade area, hanging out there. Met a bunch of other arcade nerds. And then there were uh, three in particular that we all banded together. And we thought, you know what? We love the Final Fantasy games. Final Fantasy XI's coming out soon. Why don't we all get PS2s if we don't already have them? Get this game. And be the first time we can all play online at the same time. Oh, dear God. <laughs> several relationships and five years later I'm still playing that game on and off and the people that I've met throughout the the history of me playing not not only in person but just from around the freaking world is uh, it's it's a mind-blowing are the servers still up for 11 yes servers are still up for 11 matter of fact they are still doing updates for it that wow so cool. yes I'm still doing 14 and that's mind-blowing. haven't tried 14 yet because I'm still on 11. I've got <laughs> so much time dedicated to 11. I'm not even going to try to break you off that one. Yeah, I tried to play 11. I, I did play 11 a while back and I did get to the max level and I was playing like a red mage something mixture. I don't remember. 75 was it back then? Uh, I don't recall. Okay. It was a while. But, uh, <laughs> no, I, played, I, I did play it when it first came out but then I hated it and yeah. then I waited till it got a little bit better and then I played it again so it was a lot better at that point. Oh, yeah. yeah. But, uh... Babiki Bay, Searching for Party. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sorry, not Babiki Bay. Um, oh, God. Oh, God. The, the fucking desert. Um, can't think of the name of it off the top of my head now. But, you know, you hear so much bad stuff in media all the time where you're hearing stuff about, oh, these, you know, video games are deteriorating your culture, you know, hurt, you know, people are... <laughs> yeah, that's what they're doing. Yeah, they're, they're you know, they're, they're mindless drones of people, you know, they're, they're not... But these games, as Christina says, they're, they're stories, they're... Some of them are very well told. Some of them yeah. suck. Yeah. But you know what? That's, you know, there are books that suck, gosh darn it. Oh, yeah. Yes, there are. And movies. And, and movies. There are people that suck. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I mean, real. There are 12 year olds that swear up and down that they've banged my mom on so many occasions. But you know what? They, You know what? It's fine. I get my revenge by shooting their head in whatever game I'm playing. Exactly. Exactly. And they're half a world away. They don't even know what my mom looks like. They probably right? wouldn't want her. As long as they buy her dinner, I don't know. <laughs> you gotta shoot her nights. Come on. <laughs> I got schooled by some Brit guys one day when I was playing uh, Forenza Online, and they're just like, "You're racing horribly. You need to do this and that. You know, you're you, you forget the inside of track." And you know, I was like, "What the fuck is your problem, guys, man?" And then they just get pissed because awesome. I'm beating them, so they start driving the opposite direction, and it turns to a giant roller derby. I mean, a giant derby car race at this point. He's wow. gone, Mario. Yes, a yes. uh, burnout uh, revenge, or I think it was burnout revenge, or that, or, or it was burnout paradise. Very first time I'd done a racing game online, and I'd gotten this in this block party of 19 other players, and I just happened to be the random 20th, the nicest group of people I ever met in an online game, ever. I get in the game, I'm like, hey guys, what's up? Sorry for interrupting. You know, I'm first time trying this online. Like, oh no, no, it's cool, it's cool. What do you know about the game? I'm like, well, single player wrecking and the stuff I like to do. Oh, that, hey, tell you what, and all of a sudden, like three cars out of nowhere just like corner me, and I'm like, oh fuck, I'm about to get kicked. Follow us. We're going to take you through this map. We're going to show you all the ins and outs of it. We're going to have just friendly races. Man, six hours later, I'm like, I got to go to bed. <laughs> I love you guys. So much fun. We, me and you guys, together forever. Yes. 
Never could find that group again, though. <laughs> Together forever. There you go. Bye. Yeah. That's how it was when I was first started playing Final Fantasy XIV. <laughs> and a buddy of mine actually recommended it to me. Uh, and I waited until my state income tax came in to start it because it's expensive. Yes. But yes. I played World of Warcraft for, for a short time up until the Lich King expansion. Um, I did RuneScape. I did EverQuest. I did Guild Ever Wars. I mean, I pretty much touched every MMO under <laughs> the stars. And yeah, pretty much just fingers all over. <laughs> exactly. Um, <laughs> still think Fantasy Star, <laughs> Star Online was one of my favorites. Uh, God, yes. Jesus Christ, PSO. Uh, I was so sad the day that service turned off. But oh, a buddy of mine told me... Oh, yeah, no, no, you're fine. Go ahead. Um, a buddy of mine told me about Final Fantasy XIV. And he was like, the first launch of it sucked. Don't, don't mm-hmm. even touch mm-hmm. it. But Realm Reborn is worth it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, cool. But I don't know anybody playing this game. He's like, don't worry. <laughs> Don't worry. So I started the game up, got my character, did my did my whole thing, got my got my awesome character, much more cooler than I am, guy going, and just right out the door, I had people sending me like friend requests, like I was the cool kid on the jo- on the jock team. Nice. And I just like randomly joined one, and I'm still in in that chocobo guild to this day. Very cool. Still playing with people. Uh, we're still running, still running our roulettes together. Anytime I actually decide to get on. And it's okay, because it's just a nice community of people playing. And I mean, most of these people don't live in this country. No. Right. I don't know a word they're saying to me, but it's okay. <laughs> but it's, they're welcoming. They, they're, they're, they talk about us all as gamers being antisocial. Look how much social stuff we're talking about here, the structure of it all, you know. Exactly. With all the online gaming in particular, the MMOs and stuff you play, how much you're, you know, obviously impacted by these other people that you meet online. Every person that we meet tends to affect our personality and change us just a little bit, even to the slightest. And I would say it's a very positive thing that we, you know, we deal with online. <laughs> Love and peace and hippies and all that Except stuff. Except my one and only online experience was being invaded in Dark Souls. Oh. <laughs> Ruined for life. <laughs> yeah. I don't like online anything anymore because literally the first time I had an online encounter, I was playing Dark Souls with one of my friends and he had walked out of the room to go get my drink or whatever I'd left on the counter and I was like why is this thing red why is this thing red I'm dead now <laughs> red means dead and, red means and, dead and like <laughs> where's no, green no, no nothing like and it wasn't an NPC invader because those are fun no it was another person and they just I mean crushed it was horrifying and now I don't play anything online because but you should but it's so scary because what if I get invaded and they squish me again well, then you just Dark Souls everything wants to squish you even you. the other players apparently well I'm okay with the the knowing that something is going to squish me but it was just such a shock that that is a thing that people do and it is fun to just invade other people's games and crush them well, it's like playing WoW when you're you know between level 1 and 20 and people spawn camping you uh-huh. or Final Fantasy 11 when they did massive PvP on that and people would spawn camp you yeah I always played PvP servers in WoW and you know mm-hmm. it was a part of the risk it was fun though yeah see I cause I'm just as guilty as anybody else <laughs> oh my gosh <laughs> I would go on some killing sprees with my little stealthy cat Stealthy cat, stealthy cat, gonna stab you in the back. Whoop whoop. Actually, let me retract that. Final Fantasy VII, they didn't have. It wasn't a PvP server. It was a PvP arena called Ballista. Okay. The first time I ever joined it, I was a little Taru black mage, probably level fifteen, and uh, there was a Gawka paladin, fuck you, that was coming after me and would not leave me alone. And there, uh, for those of you that have played the game, you'll probably recognize the spells. For those of you that don't, I will explain them briefly. 
Um, if I can remember the names of them, that's the problem. There's a spell that locks you in place and you can't move, you can't walk. So I cast that on him and I got just within casting range of what I could do. And he was trying to cast a cure spell on himself because I was just bombarding him with elemental spells. And I did a spell called a spear or asper as some people like to say. And it drains uh, the target of their MP and gives it to you. And in that one spell, my MP went up 150 points. I'm like, holy shit. All of a sudden he shouts out, little fucker just took on my MP. You're welcome. So he pops his two-hour ability, which you can literally use once every two hours, called Invincible, impervious to all physical damage, not magical. He didn't know that. I did. Being a black mage, you learn things like that from everybody else in the party because normally you're the last one to die. Paladin goes down first, warrior goes down second, your backup damage comes, then it comes after you and the white mage. And usually the white mage is curing you to keep you alive, then they die, and then as the black mage, they're like, do a big spell! And sometimes you do, and you're great, and sometimes they interrupt you, and you die. So I just started blasting him with spells, and he died, and he came back after me, and I did the same thing, and he came back, and I did it again. I'm like, dude, there's a thief. Go after the thief. Perfect dodge versus invincible. It's a great match. If you come after me, I'm going to lock your ass in place, take all your MP, and kill you again. But after the match, send me a friend request. Dude, you got to teach me how to play Black Mage. I've only ever done Paladin. <laughs> no problem. What do you want to know? That's taught so him everything cool. I knew. He taught me how to play Paladin. My Taurus will kick ass paladin when I want him to be. Nice. <laughs> See, that's so much nicer than my story. <laughs> well, I have a Dark Souls story for you, and I have some Street Fighter stories for you. Dark oh, Souls God. is my favorite. I played Dark Souls 1 on PC, and I had an, intru- or an invader come in, and I'm 20 minutes into the game. <laughs> this guy one shots me. Yep. Sends me a message on Steam. Haha, puss. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Thanks. Just started the game. How long have you been playing? Check my records, ass. I'm like, okay. Well, I didn't re- didn't really you know expect a response. Over 300 hours played. I'm like, <laughs> delete. <laughs> and Street Fighter Five. You know, it's it's a great game when you're by yourself. Until you get the assholes online that just mm, relentlessly beat you down. Every character you choose. Mm-hmm. And the community on Street Fighter Five on PC has kind of died a little bit, which is expected. Tournaments are coming up, so you know people are kind of doing other things. Especially with Injustice 2 coming out and whatnot. It's like fighting game Armageddon right now. Just said Tekken 7 come out too. Exactly. Exactly. So there's a plethora of fighting games out. So all the big, big ones are kind of dying down until tournament peaks and they go back up. But anyways, so you end up fighting the same people, like five or six people, all damn night. And after an hour of getting your you know, face smashed into your own ass, it's like, okay, I'm going to go shower and just go not bed. think of this game for a while. Just sits in the shower, like puts on some sad music just lets the water slowly trickle down his face I swear to god dude Michael Bolton playing crying in the corner eating crackers <laughs> <laughs> playing by yourself it's fine but then you go online and start having PTSD flashbacks all yes. of a sudden it's like, shit my kin sucks my kin sucks <laughs> up 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 <laughs> DP you bitch DP no why is Waymates down that means dragon punch oh I thought you meant double penetration shit well I mean that's what it feels Woo! like you oh, get those kids lie. talking about your mom basically yes Yes. It's actually just playing a game of uh, Call of Duty to pass the time before we came here. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> That's always a pleasant, wonderful community. Oh my it? goodness. I mean, so, so accepting. So accepting, and they expect you to be so accepting of their bullets as they will not take yours. It's, it's, the, it's the least toxic community I've ever heard of. Oh, yeah. They're the nicest people. Sarcastic, sarcasm aside, it was sitting there at the house playing some, playing some Call of Duty with the new Call of Duty 4 remastered, and... 
I'm not good at that game. <laughs> Admittance is the first step. I'm not good at that game, but I'm I still try because I'm stubborn <laughs> and I still have my Counter-Strike competitive streak still sticking to me. Nice. And when I get that one person, kind of like with your, your Final Fantasy, that one person who just hails you the whole game, oh, you make it a vendetta. Yes. Three games in, still nothing figured out, till finally, sitting on a map, I see him, I'm watching him, I'm stalking him. His friend kills me, and so I started over again. Finally, at the very end of the game, I finally get my revenge with a with a final kill. It was cheesy, and just held a grenade and ran up to him like, "What's up? We're <laughs> <laughs> gonna finish this." <laughs> and got the kill. Got the game to kill. The whole whole game erupted in laughter. Guy quit. Nice. And I ended up getting a message saying, "Like, hey." You know, weird technique, and I was like, "Hey, bad technique." <laughs> so, I'm not very good at those games. So I stick to single player. Uh, so I've got a funny one for you. I uh, used to play a lot of Unreal Tournament back in my college days online, and the servers were just so massive. There were like two or three thousand servers on the list. The probability of you randomly running into a friend that you weren't playing with and you weren't communicating with is next to, you know, impossible. So I'm sitting here playing all the time, and I had this one match where I just keep getting hounded by this one guy. And I don't ever pay attention to chat. Like, I'm playing, I'm in the game. I'm fucking playing. I don't pay attention to text chat at all. Apparently this guy is harassing me the entire game and trying to get my attention in it. So I become his one fucking target. And he's just going after me over and over again. And I can remember his name, Redneck. Nice. And I wasn't really paying attention to it. And, you know, I keep going at this whole thing, and I keep going after, you know, keep tra- It is becoming a war. I was like, all right, motherfucker, fine. We're going to go do this. We're going one-on-one, back right. and forth. I will fucking go to the side of the map, and I will wait for you to find me, and I will fight you to the death. Fine, whatever. He pissed me off. So I go home the next weekend from college, and my friend Steven's like, dude, did you not fucking hear me talking to you in Unreal? I was like, what do you mean? It's like, I was... I was, I was that redneck, that was me. I found you in one of the servers, just randomly there, and oh I, I st- and he, he was harassing me because I wasn't responding to him. That's hilarious. <laughs> Small fucking world, even though it isn't. Amen to that. That cook was upside down. Yeah. Now it's right side up. Yeah. That's how you drink them. <laughs> I mean, you can. all over the floor. You can. I drink my. I drink extreme. Extreme Coke. Extreme beverages. You know, referencing you guys going through that with Call of Duty, I've, I've had a couple instances myself. There was a guy that actually, I had no idea until a year ago. A guy made a video of uh, him killing me and my best friend in Call of Duty. Over and over and over and over and over. And oh, that's over a complete more. montage for, to have it. When I, when I, yes. Oh, my God. When I finally, I looked up my name once because I was showing another friend. I was like, I can't remember my URL. Here, search this. And I pulled up. I'm like, that's not my video. Click. That's me. I know who that is. Who the fuck is this? Who the fuck? This motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) And if it wasn't in such an entertaining video, I would have, you know, emailed him and like, hey, that's, you know, can can you take that down? He didn't have my permission. But I'm a nice guy to a point, so I was just like, "I'll leave it up. It's great." Did he do the gunshots in like a song, like everyone else is doing? No, too? he does. It's just Rebob. bang, bang, bang. You kill Rebob. Bang, bang. You kill Proctor's Prime. You kill Rebob. You kill Rebob. You kill Rebob. And I'm like, "Oh my god, I remember this game. This game haunted my nightmares for like two days." I had nightmares. What the fuck? But there's another one that's uh, Ocelot versus Cliplix, K L I P L I X, Call of Duty, and Ocelot goes after this guy and just slaughters him. 
I mean, you could. He's got like the 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 uh, pixel perfect shot every corner that the Cliplex turns. He gets nailed by this guy, and you just see it escalating and escalating with a kill count. I won't I won't blow the ending for you, but if you have not seen it, oh my god, go watch it. Worth it. Absolutely worth it. And see, that's you know we're talking about this a little bit, but the truth <laughs> of the matter is, I feel like that once you've lived through a lot of that stuff and done a lot of that stuff online and dealt with it. It actually makes you a better loser. Yes. You know, you you can handle losing. You know, yes. as a small child, I got pissed like any other kid when we lost. Throw a little fit, maybe punch a friend, whatever. You know, it's a thing. It happens. I, you know, me and Steven have had our little spats and fights because I've known him since I was a small child. But now we can play games and we can cuss each other out and it's perfectly not mean it. You know, right, right. not in any literal mean sense. Right. right when they're throwing punches, they're smiling the whole time. Yeah, exactly. I know. Exactly. You're so funny, man. Did I knock out a tooth? Wow, you should pick that up. Put it in milk. It'll be okay. It'll be fine. Just just don't touch the balls. That's the only rule. That's the most unfair thing. Don't Unless grab Unless you're cupping. Wait, sorry. Oh, yeah, that's different. <laughs> that's different totally game. Acceptable. Different game. Different game. But the controls are the same. Very true. It's got a joystick and two buttons. Trust me, push it hard enough, you'll get everything you ever wanted. Oh, God. I don't know about everything you ever wanted. <laughs> Make it some extra. Oh, I'm wait, sorry, Christina. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean to open that can of worms. Just wait till you get the bonus round. Oh, now we're getting ballsy. Yeah. <laughs> Dear God, yeah, I wish right. you know. I, you know, speaking of which, the funny things that we've done. You know, <laughs> one night we were sitting here and Jacob's playing online with freaking uh, Street Fighter, and we hooked up this mic up to the PlayStation, and we were hoping to God the other person could hear us. Because we were like, all right. I am so sorry for whoever's out there that heard me talking. <laughs> Jacob was sitting there playing, and Marty just fucking starts going in. And it was the funniest fucking shit. And I was like, oh my god, why am I not recording this? Because he's got a really good impression of Scooby and Shaggy. What? That's just like... Correct, Raggy. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. This gets downright X-rated. He starts going off on this guy, and I swear to God, the guy starts losing a little bit, and I'm like, oh my God, he's having an effect. Yeah. Oh no, he's fucking with the guy. I'm just waiting for him to mute Jacob, but... Never did. No. Nope. He never came back with anything, but he nope. never did. No, nope. never. But dear God, we've got to record that sometime. Oh, we need to like do like a just harassing people online thing. Where yes. We just do funny voices and like... I will pay for the extra account, Correct. So if it gets banned, it's not a problem. I think that's a big thing with, with communities now. Talking about playing online with whether it be the douchebaggeries or the tomfuckeries or your actual great community of players, it builds your character up and builds... If you don't know what douchebaggery or tomfuckery is, check it out on the wiki. No, <laughs> you have your streetwise. Your streetwise, yeah. Get your tomfucked. UrbanDictionary.com. <laughs> there you go. Shenanigans. But it gives you that... It gives you that, that experience that you can go into it. And I see with a lot of players and they're going into this is going online and professionally fucking with people. Mm-hmm. Like you yes. see it all the time. Like what, what, I saw one the other day of a guy pretending to be like this Malaysian pirate <laughs> and <laughs> like going in there like haunting this kid's nightmares. Like, and he was, he does it like looked into it and he gets, he does this professionally and he goes in and like actually stops cyberbullying and he like actually looks up these people information has like high advanced technology that I can never hope to afford and goes in and and finds these people and just freaks the fuck out of them. Just huh. scares the shit out of these kids. <clears throat> it, it works, because these kids get scared, and they're like, hey, you know, I'm going to come to your house and fuck your mom or whatever, and dude starts doing his thing, and the kid's like, I'm sorry. 
don't don't kill me. I won't ever say that again. I'm sorry. And they get off, and they're they're, they're better for it. Right. And that's kind of the thing we see because then going out into real life and that's a negative, life. make it a positive, right, right. there, sir. Right. <laughs> they say about four lefts, but going into real life and you see the same thing, right? It's a square. Yes. And uh, going into real life, you see the same thing. Because there's no video, Marty's literally like motioning it out, like trying to figure out what was going on with the four lefts. Literally fingering it. Fingering it out. Because that's what I do. Fingering everything out. out. Gets everything done. Uh, Especially when we're back to the joystick and two buttons. There we go. Wrong hole, Marty. Wrong hole. Little finger. Little finger. (laughs) So, I think that's what plays out in real life. And it gives gamers and people who probably don't know how to deal with people that experience that they need. Oh, yeah. To, I'm being such a dick. I'm so because sorry. Because we know how to deal with people. Have you not heard the things that have just been coming out of y'all's mouths? Dick and balls. <laughs> we know exactly how to deal that's with people. That's not going we, out. Look, that's going in. As Well, that is true. But as gamers, we it always... Was in, it was out. It was in, it was out. It was in, it was out. It's magical. We always know how to take the dick and balls out of our mouths. Oh, okay. See? There we go. Sometimes we're not so good at putting it in, but we can definitely get it the fuck out. Oh, okay. Well, that one time I slipped in the bathtub. Never mind. <laughs> Was I there that day? Happy accident. No. Oh, that accident. Yes. <laughs> I recall the day of 97. <laughs> <laughs> I was four years old. Wow. Fuck, I was graduating high school. I just wanted to like some fight. I w- oh, so 97, I was uh sophomore. I was four. Damn, I'm fucking old. <laughs> what makes you feel any better? My oldest daughter wasn't even born yet. Ha-ha! And she's making me a granddaddy. Yeah, smattering of applause. That's, I'm kind of indifferent about it now. I know when the baby gets here, I'll be like, Oh my God, it's so adorable, I want it! But at the moment, I'm just like, eh. I will pamper you like I never pampered my actual child. Um, much. Yeah. I now understand my grandparents. I have the power! <laughs> That's what grandparents do. Yeah, you just yes. take the kid, ruin the shit out of him, and then give him yes. back. Right? Yes. Oh, no, here's an entire chocolate cake before you go home to mommy. That's so exciting. Oh, have an on the side. Yes. Will be a great. great that's how. That's actually with me. I that's just became an uncle. It's, it's, and, uh, you know if it's boy or girl. That's what Owen comes over the house and hangs out. Uh, and, you know, we play games. We do stuff. We just. That's I just feed him so up with whatever beautiful. he wants to eat because he's only there for like three hours. And then I give him back to his dad, and it's like, how much sugar did he eat? Not a lot. Not a lot. Don't worry about it. Marty's freaking out Christina by showing him pictures. Add baby pictures. I don't I want anymore. I love them too, but I don't want anymore. Not for a while. I'll babysit. You hear me? I think no more babies. I'll babysit. This is what we digress to. <laughs> yeah, right? Babies? Babies. Babies. Oh, that's another positive thing that I have for this is that um, I have I have nephews that would come over here and, you know, when I first was part of that family, which we won't talk about that too much, but when I was first part of that family, I wasn't as social and eventually I grew and started to like all of them and the little kids and now... I love those guys to death and do anything for them. They're awesome. And they always come over here and we're playing, we're turning off all the lights and playing whatever scary games we can yes. play. And, you know, Elmo's World. Five Nights at Freddy's. You know. My sister is uh, 10 and she, we're 14 and a half years apart. Woohoo! I graduated high school. She started kindergarten. <laughs> but she has oh discovered, 
you know, Minecraft and all of the yes. things. And she calls me, Sissa, look what I built. Sissa, look, I can do this. Look, Sissa, this is so exciting. And it's fantastic, the connection that I have with her over video games. She thinks they're fabulous, and she's obsessed with Five Nights at Freddy's. And I'm horrified by jump scare things. So it's hilarious because we'll go upstairs in the in the, the theater room and turn all the lights off, and she just plays to watch me go, please stop doing that, please stop doing that. What are you doing? She goes, well, just wait, Sissa, just wait. And then whatever it is jumps and I scream and she thinks it's great. But it's it's an even better relationship with her because she loves all that kind of mm-hmm. horrifying, horrifying jump scare stuff. And I smell a potential video being made out of that. Oh my god, I right? can't I'm yeah. Now you're all staring at me. Blood in the water, y'all, blood in the water, they are some sharks, I'm just saying. Okay, my yeah. daughter does the same thing. Hey look, anything for the channel, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, come on, we're already putting dicks in our mouths for the channel. We might as well do a little bit more. Oh. We, nothing. Y'all. I'm sorry, taking the dicks out of our mouths. Out of our mouths. <laughs> it was out of them. It was out of them. I don't know. <laughs> I'm putting the toilet for us. Oh, God. First thing, it was up, up, down, down, left, right, B square, and the next thing, you know, we're in bed. Hey, I don't know what happened. <laughs> the 30 extra lives were all over me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. <laughs> Jesus uh, Christ. Oh, God. Thank you. I'm here all night. <laughs> What was that about respawn at the beginning? <laughs> I'm gonna have to get an extra start on that one. Uh, so the good news is, is uh, I think I also have a higher tolerance for language like that now yes. because of gaming. You yes. know, I think I find it funny and amusing. Where when I was younger, like any little thing that anybody would be teasing me about, I couldn't handle very well. Yeah. And now I can, like I can handle that. But even like up to college, like I had difficulties dealing with people messing with me, and then. Mm-hmm. It was in college in particular that I really started to come out of my shell a bit. And then the military really did. So, yeah. Well, and it is, it's so prevalent. Even among friends, you can call somebody and they're going to poke fun at, oh, you died. <laughs> of course you did. You did the thing, didn't you? Yeah. And and it's, you all make fun, but then you offer, you know, hey, why don't you try this? Why don't you check your gear? Are you using the right thing? Are you doing the right thing? Are you doing it in the right sequence? You And... Did it, you unplug the controller from port one and put it in port two? It, it, Damn you, psychomantis! <laughs> Thank you. It makes it laughing at me. so much easier to deal with all of the shenanigans because it's now it's funny. Right. Even when people get on and are hateful and obnoxious, good, you can bro. just laugh at it because yeah. we make the same jokes and it's funny when we do it because it's it's fun. Yeah. Right. Right, definitely. Ten years ago, I fucked your mom. The fuck did you say? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to find your IP address, motherfucker. Now that I fucked your mom. <laughs> did you? Oh, no, she told me about it, dude. You got to get a bigger dick. <laughs> hey, look, man, if you want my comeback, you can scrape it off your mom's teeth, okay? Exactly. There you go. <laughs> Back ass, whichever one you want to start with. <laughs> Trust me, she's not bathing. Oh, you're talking about people like getting mad at you for doing certain things on games. I had a friend of mine look at me in total amazement. Oh, sorry, I'm just grossed out, Christina. My bad. Uh, I used to play a lot of hardcore Diablo 2 back in the day. And uh, we got really, really drunk right one night. Really? And I woke up from that drunk drunk? in college. I know. No. Mike getting drunk for shame. That never happens. Never. Every day. That's a broken square. Or for the camera. Yeah. So I. uh, For the channel. Anything for the channel. Take one for the channel. Take one for the team. Right? <laughs> Liver, you got this! <laughs> Call him. I don't! I don't! <laughs> so you woke up? Uh, anyway, I woke up and there was Diablo 2 sitting there on the computer screen. I apparently had fallen... Fa- so 
Is he the page master now? I, <laughs> I hope Mike picked that up. Oh. It was beautiful. <sighs> oh, I'll make it take it up. Look to the books. <laughs> I woke up with a chair sitting there with Diablo 2, the login screen sitting there, and I'm like, did play I play Diablo 2 last night while I was drunk? I was like, oh yeah, man, we came home. I was like, I, I don't remember coming home. Yeah, we played Hardcore Diablo 2 for like the rest of the night. Blackout drunk, I guess, for you. <laughs> I, I'm like, I'm like in a panic, log on real quick, and my character's still there. And I'm like, I'm a couple levels higher. And I'm like, I didn't fucking die? <laughs> <laughs> for those that don't know, Hardcore mode in Diablo in the series, if you die, you lose your character, you lose your items, you lose everything. That is a uh, that is a hard reset right there. In Hardcore Diablo 2, back in the day, before they brought out the first expansion, nobody was level 99. No. It was, no. like, the ladder was insane. One of the highest uh, Amazons was a friend of mine in college, which is uh, Dominira? Something, some, Dom something. Anyway, he was one of the best Amazons pretty much in the world for a while there, and he, uh, he was... One of my friends in college, I played a barbarian. I think I got like eight level eighty something. He was level eighty seven as an Amazon. Jeez. He lost his Amazon into a very epic way, though. It was quite fun. Lag spike at our college campus kicked up, so he's in hell, in hell difficulty, and he's like down there uh, at the staircase at the very beginning of Act Four, and he summons up his little uh, decoy, and he's doing all this stuff, and his decoy's not disappearing, and his Valkyrie's not moving. And he's just like sitting there shooting. And he's like, oh no, oh no, oh no. The other thing I can tell you about Diablo 2, you can come into a game and you can click certain people and allow them to loot your corpse. Mm-hmm. Well, in Act 4, there's all these little little maggots and things that can basically keep, re- keep spawning more and more and more and more of them. And so much stuff had spawned at the end of this ladder. And when these lag caught back up with him, he was dead. Then he stayed in the game. So people could get his stuff. Because he was like, you know, hey, I, I worked so hard for this stuff. Let somebody else get it. He caused the life of three other hardcore players that day <laughs> trying to get his shit. Yes! They die horrible deaths out of greed. That's beautiful. Indy, beautiful. we're going to get the treasure, Indy. Avarice will kill you. Why are we being raped by a thousand maggots, Indy? Indy? Indy, oh God! Oh God, Indy! It's 310. I know. Uh, that uh, we see that a lot, and I know recently I've been playing a lot with with some of my fire teams with the hit Destiny, and getting ready for Destiny Two. God, I refuse to play Destiny. I know it's getting a lot of hate, a lot of hate. I don't know there, if there's any Year One players listening, that there's still a lot of people who refuse to play after the Year One reset. But I remember a lot of times, and with any basic like, you know, action based game, you know, you have your your strategies and shit, but loot. Loot baiting is always a fun one, and basically, I don't know, other people might have a different name for it, but loot baiting for us is where you'll see the heavy ammo spawn, and then you'll find a position to sit in front of it. You don't get the heavy ammo, Oh yeah. and just wait for them to come to the heavy ammo, and you just pick them off with your, your weapons while they try to get the heavy ammo, Right. and they'll know you're there, but every player tries to outrun you to get that heavy ammo, because if you die with it, you're, in some games, you're still, you still keep it, so it's okay. Oh, cool. So you'll grab... Now, some games don't, but you'll grab the heavy ammo, and if you die, you're good. You still have it. You can come back and hit that person with a rocket launcher or light machine gun, whatever. But if you're good at the game, nobody's going to get it. So that's okay. And that's what greed will do to you in gaming. And that's the more you know. The more you know. The more you know. And no one's half the battle. G.I. Joe. The other half is shooting bad guys. Learn something new every day. 
and then so that being said we're pretty much to the end of this uh, broadcast Aww. is there anything else you guys want to hit up before this last minute or so play more video games yes it's actually good for you yeah, it right. is it's, it's, it's statistically proven to increase your hand eye coordinacy not your I, language skills no no my, my vernacular is gone uh, coordination there we go fuck was I thinking? I don't know. Surgeons do it. It makes them better surgeons. Right? Um, We're back at the in and out again. Yes. Right. (laughs) In and out. I'm married, Mike. I am joined here. I have Noto, Christina, and... And Rebob. Rebob from Awkward Much. Please stop by, check out his channel. And we'll see you guys next time. Have a great one. Peace! Peace!